Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And welcome to Can We Help You, your non-professional advice podcast. My name is Sasha. I'm Jax. My name is Franco. And together, we make up the brothers and sisters, sister you wish you had but never got. Every week, we take on your questions, topics, debates, big, small or in between and see if we can help you with them. And here we are. I don't have my usual... Your what? My usual Tupperware, so I have to bend so that... My mouth doesn't go far away. What happened to the usual Tupperware? <sighs> there was Shane a bake-off. The no, oh, there a was bake a bake-off at work today and I took my baked treats in that Tupperware container. What did you make? I didn't win. I made raspberry white chocolate muffins. Oh, that sounds muffins, like a lot of effort. Um, no, it's really easy. You just mix it all together and then you put it and you bake them. It's so straightforward. Why would you think that was hard? No, I just mean a lot of effort. Go to a lot of effort to do that. Mm. Actually, made through the uh, on the weekend. Actually, last weekend. Um, speaking of uh, things that are easy to make, do you remember chocolate coconut balls? Oh, I love a good chocolate coconut ball or a rumble. Like a rumble. Oh, a rumble. Yeah. Yeah, little bit of bit of cocoa, uh, coconut, uh, crushed bickies, sweet condensed milk. Mix it all together, roll them into balls, and then roll them in coconut or sprinkles or Milo, whatever you like to roll them in. Man, mm. they're good. I haven't had them in maybe like 15 years. Real kid thing. Nah. Um, uh, one of the girls uh, made. So, sorry, what? Nah. Nah. No, not nah, just meh. What do you like mean meh? meh? Yeah. They're the, like the greatest snack of anyone's childhood ever. I mean, if you're, if you're not Australian, you probably didn't have these. But. That's a very big call. I'll put it this way. If I was at a party, I would grab one. You'd grab like four. But I don't like them enough to, to like make them from scratch like you did. I, I don't think I've ever. It's a lot of effort. I don't think I've ever had one. I've had what do you mean you've never had one? What a terrible I, childhood you've had. Yeah, that's the oh, same I'm thing. Sorry. You put a bit of rum in there. 
Yeah, but I, that was never a childhood thing. We had something. One of the girls made chocolate crackles. Give me a chocolate oh, yeah, crackle or a honey joy right. any day. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, do make fairy bread from time to time. A fairy bread, great. Oh, but lame. Fairy bread, chocolate great coconut snack. ball. I'm, I yeah, can't be alone. They're great. They're so good. I reckon if we put a poll on Instagram and said, "What's a? Have you ever eaten a chocolate coconut ball?" and was it the epitome of your childhood? We'd get a majority it, of people saying, get, "What no, is we'll that?" We'd get ninety percent say yes. No, no, there were there were a lot of better things than chocolate coconut. Oh, name what, one. What, what were those? I don't chocolate even know crackles. what they were called. Like, yeah, like chocolate the crackles with like the cocoa pops and like the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Oh, nah. yeah. And then no. you use kofa, which is like that weird clarified yeah, butter, and it gross. would like solidify at the bottom, gross. and it was just like straight chocolate butter goodness. So good. Yeah. And oh my honey god, joys. So good. Honey oh my god, right. honey, crispy. Cocoa, uh, not cocoa pops. What are they called? Uh, cornflakes. Cornflakes. Corn I've got to say, this is this is the best part of my life at the moment. Is that like I'm at the age where I'm starting to get invited to like one and two year old birthday parties, oh, and no, all of that stuff that is coming awful. back. That sounds awful. What is the go with kids' parties these days? I haven't been to a kids' party in a long time. It's an excuse for the parents to get drunk. Yeah. It, it's there's a lot going on. So um, the ones that I've been to recently, I, I think I went to like a fifth birthday party recently, which is two or three hours of absolute chaos. Yeah. About thirty mm-hmm. kids running around. There's like a clown or like a face painter or whatever they do, <laughs> and then all of the kids leave very quickly at about you know two three hours in, and then the remaining parents get drunk until midnight. Mm. Um. Do they still do party bags? Is that still a thing? Do you remember a little party um, bag after you'd finished I your, didn't get your kids' one. party? I, I love a party so. bag. So good. I think party they do party so bags, fun. yeah. Because then you send the kids home with the sugar and then it's the parents' yeah. problem. And then you get like musk sticks and they were so shit and like raspberries and you'd be like, oh. And then you get oh, the parents' I still love a musk like- stick. I, I'm very no. – I know that everyone hates yeah. them. I love musk sticks. I love those banana lollies. They're the best. Oh, I love yeah, banana lollies. Right. You want you want yeah. rich friends so you get good party bags. Or you know what's really good is when they have a like a party bag station and then you get like the little tongs and you can oh, put you into your own, your own bag like which, which lolly you want. That's now that's good. Yeah. I never had that. I never had that as a kid. Sounds great, though. The the problem with kids' parties as an adult is that the ki- you like you have to be separate from the kids, which is obviously you want to be separate from the kids because they're just going nuts for like a couple of hours. Yeah. But then they all sit down at like a big long table with like a party tablecloth on it and they all eat and they don't eat very much. But all the lollies and all the fun stuff goes to the kids' table. And as an adult, you oh, can't I feel no shame. sidle over and go, oh, I'll take one of them. I, yes, I will happily do that. I have and I happily will. Oh, but yeah. people are judging you for Franco. that for sure. No. no who cares? No, who cares? I'm going for the lollies. That's why you go to a kid's birthday. <laughs> Absolutely. Or the party pies and the sausage rolls. Oh, yeah. Love a sausage roll. Yeah, Love a party no, pie. Good. Um, yeah. I had a disastrous meal last weekend. Disastrous. Disastrous. You know, I'm like a big restaurant gal. Love mm. love going out to eat. Research mm-hmm. the menu. Big fan of going out for dinner. One of my favourite things to do. Yeah. This was for a friend's birthday, which so we didn't pick. And it was this steak place. And I was like, oh, yeah, love steak. How many people? There were like 20 people. It was oh, like a big. Wow. It was big. There were a lot of people there. We were late because there was nobody parking. Um, so of we were course. Right down the end. However, being right down the end, you're the first to order. Hmm. 
So I order my steak, little side of Dutch carrots, enjoy my wine as I'm waiting. Uh, Five minutes later they've finally gotten everyone's order. Mm -hmm. Off they go. And then, you know, you're waiting and then it's on. You're just waiting for that food to come out. It starts coming out. I'm like, oh, God, it's got to be me. I ordered first. Mm. No. Okay. A few few plates come out. No. Mm-hmm. Surely mine's coming. No, and then I see the chips. I'm like, well, I didn't order chips. And I see the baked potatoes. I go, I didn't order baked potatoes. I got mash. Don't see any mash steaks coming out. Everyone had gotten their food and I had not. And I kind of. There's always one around. in a big group. Oh, there is always oh one. God. Actually, I lie. They brought out my Dutch carrots first. So I thought, because they were the side to my steak, and I thought, yeah. oh, okay, my steak's around the corner. So that's why I got That's up an like, even worse sign. That means that ready. they're doing their job. They've forgotten something. <laughs> and so I'm Your like, steak's in the freezer. Know, <laughs> I'm tucking into, tucking into my carrots and, like, I was like, I don't want to I don't want to eat them all before my steak gets here. It's supposed to be a side. Yeah. So then it gets to the point where everyone around me has gotten their food. Shane's three yeah. quarters of the way through his steak. Oh, um, see, that's the problem. The fact that you got your carrots first. See, if you don't get any food, you know, everyone does a polite thing of like, oh, do we, do we start eating yet or not everyone's got food? Oh, no, it wasn't food. that. Everyone was eating. No one gets oh, that. Oh, look, when, there's, when there's 20 people, everyone just eats. You when just you've eat. got no. maybe like a group of six, everyone will wait, but no. Oh. Yeah. When it's 20, no, it's a no, free-for-all. No. I would yeah. never I never want people to wait. I know what it's like when you get your food and you're sitting there and you just want to tuck in. I'm well, always, every time always people. You're just, just waiting eat. for one person to just start eating and then everyone kind of follows <laughs> suit. But when there's yeah. so many people, there's always going to be one person that does that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then I, I kind of look over and I see the, our waitress arguing yeah. with another wait staff member and I went, okay. And they come over and they're like, we're so sorry. And I was like, that's fine. They're like, we're getting that out to you right away. In the meantime, is, can I get you something to drink? And I said, yeah, I'll have another glass of wine. Thank you. At this point, I started eating my carrots. I was like, I'm not letting these carrots go. They're $12 carrots. I'm not letting them go <laughs> yeah. cold. Start eating my carrots. Finish my carrots. Steak comes out, cut into my steak, and it was raw in the middle, like just oh, blue. Wow. Now they I really don't mind. Just quickly I got that out to you, didn't they? They literally ran downstairs and went, "Get this steak cooked!" And some fuckwit in the kitchen went, "Oh, just sear it on either side, like idiots." How did they not think? I ordered it medium rare, right? So it's a little bit brown on either side, and then still pink and still nice and pink. But this was like literally seared on either side and. Yep. Roar in the middle. Popped on a plate. Hadn't been rested because it had started leaking. I eat steak. I don't mind eating steak rare. Like that's totally fine. Oh. But I'd ordered it. You're a bigger person than me. I'd ordered it medium rare and I was pissed at this stage because I'd ordered first. I waited <laughs> for Everyone had finished eating and I'm sitting there eating on my own. And I called the person. Did you have any allies? Allies. in the, On the table? Did you have any allies on the table? Because you know what's the word? Like... When there's a group of 20 and, you know, if you have a friend or someone who can, like, mourn with you and help with the staff with you, that's not so bad. But if everyone else is, like, talking and you're just sitting there going, where's my steak, then that's way worse. No, everyone, no, because also during this meal, also over the course of all of this, one guy had ordered gravy with his steak that didn't yep. come. He asked for it to come. It uh, didn't, still didn't come. Yep. He asked again, still didn't come. Um, and the guy opposite me ordered, so he went through. This was a steak place, but it was in Campbelltown, which isn't very fancy. Yeah. The restaurant itself is nice and the food was real. Like the food I enjoyed, but 
you know, he had all these questions about, you know, where the meat was from and the marble score. Mm, and yep. anyway, he was very specific. He got like a $95 steak, right? Oh. And <laughs> whoa, <laughs> they give him this steak and <laughs> he's sitting there eating it. I'd say about a third of the way through. Waitress walks over. I had to. I had to duck my head. I was so embarrassed for her. She walks over with this other plate of steak, and she goes, um, "I'm really sorry, but we've given you his steak." And oh. up the table is the birthday boy steak, who's a butcher, so he cares about his meat. He would have ordered. He also ordered a nicer steak than what the rest of us got. And she goes. I don't know what to do in this situation. Oh, my God. Oh, you don't go up and ask the customer <laughs> no, what to do. No, And he's oh. sitting there and he's like a third of the way through his steak and he's like, uh, well, um, I mean, I don't know, it's not really up to me. Like uh, I'm eating oh this but I'm eating God. his. Like as if you don't go, okay, we fucked up, go up to the guy who ordered the steak and say, we're just been, we're a bit delayed. We're getting it to you. Don't you worry. Yeah. Don't go up to the person oh whose steak God. you gave it to, and then you go up to the person who's you gave the wrong steak, and you say, "Sir, this is the wrong steak. We're cooking. Would you like us to cook your other steak? We're more than happy to give it to you at no cost." You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. how you sort that out. It's a huge fuck up, but that's how you, you don't go up to the customer and go, "I don't know what to what do." What do I do? <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm re- eating my practically raw steak and I just I was like I am not a sender backer I rarely send really? back I like no I yep. picked you as a sender backer no I because I'm pretty chill do that food these days I, I I've never I sent know. anything back I've just completely boycotted restaurants that give me bad <laughs> service <laughs> that's that's the new version of sending back is that I'll just never go there again I was eating once and, and then the the family next to me they had a steak that one of them had ordered steak and um, the wait, waiter came over and said, oh, hey, hey guys, how is everything? And the person who was eating the steak, he went, oh, look, it's, it's, it's not a big deal, but it's just not quite cooked right, not qu- quite cooked how I want it. And the waiter was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We're going to comp your whole meal tonight Whoa. and we'll get you a new steak. Whoa, your whole meal? It's pretty good. That is insane. Yeah. Well. Was this like a really expensive restaurant? It was relatively expensive, yeah. I think that this is something. I think this is this is something that really expensive restaurants do because they can afford to, first of all, because yeah, you know true. they make up the cost in other ways, and their reputation is everything mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's why those people are definitely going to come back, even though they messed up the yeah, meal. This place yep. was this place I was at wasn't cheap, but it was like mid expensive. So it's like sure. So, like, my steak was, like, $46. It's pretty expensive You still. cannot get a steak cheaper than $30 in Sydney anymore. Yeah. I swear. I, I, I haven't seen steak one. Is, steak is a hard one, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'm not a centre-backer, but I was I was done at this point. I was just like, this is ridiculous. If if I – luckily I eat rare steak so I, and I was hungry, so I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to yeah. eat it. But if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to eat it. Anyway. Call the waitress over. I say, look, I know shit happens. It's okay. I'm, I'm very polite. I wasn't rude, even though it was probably her fault. And I said, I just look at look at my steak. I ordered medium rare, you know, I because I found it awkward asking for a full refund. I said, um, you know, I'd like some sort of, you know, compensation. Comp- She's like. Free dessert. Of course. And she was Free like, well, um, like what? <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> oh no! Oh this poor God. girl was all of seventeen, oh. dealing with a table of twenty, oh. you know, half pissed thirty-five year olds. She's not getting a tip. 
No. And I went, uh, I was like, I don't know, you go sort that out with who you need to sort that out with. I will continue. She's like, we can throw it back on the grill for you. I was like, I'm starving. I've waited an hour for this. I'm just going to eat it. Anyway, manager comes over. He was like, I am really embarrassed and I'm really sorry. We've taken this off the bill and your glass of wine is obviously complimentary. And I said, okay, thank you. And then we got the hell out of Dodge. It was so bad. It was awful. Yeah, I wouldn't go back there. Look, oh I wouldn't go like back there. Said, it's a pity because the food tasted nice. Like, uh, and I feel like I was pretty fairly compensated. Free, essentially free dinner. I paid for two glasses of wine and some bloody carrots, and that was it. And I got a steak out of it. I got to say though, the mashed potato was like how I make it, and I don't make mashed potato very well. So you know, definitely, definitely could have been better. <laughs> The worst at a dinner like that is when something like that happens and then it comes to the end of the night, they pop the bill down and everyone's like, so we'll just split it evenly then? Yeah, no. This oh, was Absolutely not. They, this place also doesn't do split bills. So we had a table of no 20. One does. I know. It was ridiculous. So we had this guy, fucking, you know, think of it, 20 people. You're looking at at least... 80 bucks per head, I reckon. And the problem with no split bills and then when you're giving cash to someone is that how the hell do you get your change? Shane was like, I'm going to make sure that I get the exact right amount. (laughs) Ours was 105 even. He's like, I'm going to make sure I get the exact right amount amount of money out so that we don't have to wait for change. So, yes, that was the story of my very forgettable meal on the weekend. But, you know, I ate. I had food. Oh, and then I found out that as I was finishing my steak, I hear the other end of the table start cheering and I look down and they'd brought out his food. I was not the only one who had been waiting for food all that time. <laughs> wow. Just a joke. Maybe that's the whole plan. Maybe if they keep people in suspense, <laughs> then then they'll get cheers. That's what they wanted. They're like, wow, everyone thinks our food's so <laughs> spectacular and interesting. Anyway, there you go. Yeah. The moral of the story is mm. n- never eat in Campbelltown. No. No, I wouldn't. No, there's plenty of... <laughs> Great places. I, I grew up in Campbelltown and I can't name a great I'm place. I'm sure there's plenty. You know what's near Campbelltown? All, the only all-you-can-eat Pizza Hut restaurant in any sort of vicinity to oh, Sydney. Yeah. I in, mean, yeah, in so, St Andrews. That's, um, that's kind of a selling point, I guess. That's pretty good to me. It's got an ag school. What more do you want? They've got a Hooters. <laughs> exactly. There's an Outback Steakhouse. There's a Hooters, yep. The Hooters has not gone out of business. It's all in Campbelltown. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. (laughs) 
You know, this is why the best place to get a bloody steak is when you go to a pub and they have the bloody cooker there. You pick your steak up and you whack it on the grill yourself and cook it yourself. I love that. That's not done enough. And it's always so cheap and easy. That's not done enough. Right? Yeah, I've got to get to a place like that. That's how I learned that I like rare steak because I was cooking my own steak and I severely undercooked (laughs) it and I cut into it and I ate it and I went, fuck, that's not bad. Oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) All right. Well, hey. I've got a question here from Ronnie because that's what we do on this podcast. It is. Uh, is we it? answer your questions. 20 minutes in, let's do and it. And if you have a question <laughs> that you would like us to answer or to help you with, please, please send it through. It's your duty to the podcast as a listener. <laughs> Correct. It is your duty. I've seen I've seen a few people um, in, in our questions that are coming through recognising their responsibility mm-hmm. and thank yeah. you for that. The deal yeah. is the podcast is free. You get to listen to it. Yeah. In exchange, you have to send us a question. Yeah. Just send yeah. us a question. Yeah, just send us anything. There we we talk about everything. And if you would like to send us a question, you can hit us up at Can We Help You Podcast on your socials or you can send it through at canwehelpyoupodcast.com like this Ronnie has. And Ronnie writes, see, this Ronnie's written, I felt obligated to write in because I've been a, because I'm a huge fan of the pod. Oh. That is correct. Thank you, Ronnie. I felt like I wasn't pulling my weight as a listener, so here's a question for you. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie writes, I've just turned 35. I've been at my job for seven years and have had a mortgage for three of those years. Congratulations, Ronnie. Uh, My job is stable and secure and I'm making just enough to keep my head above water, although, of course, always could be more. I really want to move on from my job and look for something else, but I'm scared as a single gal with expenses that it's kind of reckless to leave a job in the middle of a cost of living crisis. I've obviously had jobs in the past that didn't work out and this is the first time I haven't had family or roommates to help out if everything turns to shit. I'm starting to hate my current role as it's boring and it doesn't fulfil me and the management is hopeless. The thought of this being my life for the next 30 years makes me want to run away to Fiji. Is it better to stick in my stable and miserable job or chase after something new that might not work out and end up shit creek without a paddle? Please help me. Love from a confused Ronnie. (laughs) Oh, poor Ronnie. Poor Ronnie and confused. I don't think it's ever worth willingly putting putting yourself through something that's miserable. Like I can't, you know, sometimes we have to. I know that. But also like it's, you know... (laughs) It's not like you can't change your circumstance. You can definitely change your circumstance and I think you should yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I think like I kind of agree with you that sometimes we have to put up with something that's a bit miserable, but I think the goal is keep it as short as possible. Like if you're seeing yourself doing this for the next 30 years, then get out mm, now. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, look, the mortgage, having a mortgage is a 30-year commitment. That's true. Mm. But that doesn't mean that you have to stay 30 years in the same job. It just means you have to make payments. So, you know, there's lots of things you can do to, to work to make payments. I mean, you know, it sounds like you've got a half-decent job, Ronnie. And I'm sure there are plenty of other jobs that you could do, even if, I don't know, even if you're in a really small industry and there's not many jobs that pay very well or whatever it is that you do, I'm sure there's another job you could retrain into or just do. Well, I wonder if Ronnie wants to maybe like get a new career. I wonder if that was kind of the vibe That's I was That's what getting. I was kind of thinking. It kind of sounded like, yeah, get a new career, obviously start at the bottom, 
a lot less pay and maybe trade that off by, I don't know, mm. having a housemate or something like that. Mm. Well, you could have someone move in with you. There's a cost of living crisis. So, you know, give them cheap rent. Absolutely. Mm, brings your mortgage yeah. down. Yeah. And then you make some money. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's really hard because actually someone um, at work this week quit to, they have been a journalist for 20 years and they've quit to become a history school teacher, a school history teacher. I love that. So do I. <laughs> history school teacher. <laughs> he teaches history schools. <laughs> what does he teach them? <laughs> um, oh, wow. he, he left to become a history teacher. And, you know, I think that's just so cool. Like, But I think that all the time where I'm like, oh, if I ever wanted to leave this, you know, I've thought a couple, not like seriously, but I've been like, oh, what if I like threw it all in and opened a dog wash or something like that? And then I'm like, fuck, man. Like, oh, good money in dog washing. Not really. There's not. Like, yeah. yeah if, if you can like get a dog grooming. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm, I think when you. Yeah, good money. I, I have heard that there is good money. Really? Yeah, yeah it's good money in the odd dog grooming. Yeah, but then yeah, I there's really not hate... much of an upfront cost. And then you just yep. you rake it in. I really hate being dirty. So I don't think I can do dog washing. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, not for you. <laughs> But, like, it's, you know, and then I go, oh, I couldn't possibly because I've worked so hard to get to this point and, you know, I'm finally in a place where I'm, like, you know, earning, you know, particularly in media, when you start, you start low and it takes a lot of time to build up that salary. And so I'm like, oh, I couldn't possibly. But then the question, you know, for me it's not a serious question of, like, oh, it, it my if my happiness depended on it, I would do it. You know what I mean? But it doesn't. It's not what, that's not why I think about it. I'm just like, oh, God, it'd be nice to not sit behind a computer all day. So, yeah, I think, Ronnie, if if you're genuinely miserable, there's ways you can reskill or go back to uni or whatever and still be able to pay off your house. Or well, there should be. I mean, I don't know your exact circumstances, obviously. But even if you did, say you needed to go back to uni or do a TAFE course or a college course or something, you can do them at night, you can do them on the weekends, you can do them after hours, you know, can you bring pull down your work hours a little bit to make the workload easier to manage, like Jack said or Franco, whoever said it, can you get a roommate in so that you can make some more money that way and not be paying your full mortgage? Do you sell the house? Like would you sell at some sort of profit so that you can walk away with a little bit of money yeah. and, you know, go back to renting? Like it's not the worst thing. Move in with your parents and rent your house out. Well, they seem to say, did they say something they don't have their parents' support or something like that? No, they're just saying it's that they're, they're not living with their parents, they're not living with housemates, they're living on their own in a house they have a mortgage on so they don't have, like, if they leave their job, stay living in the house and something doesn't work out, then suddenly they've got this more ongoing mortgage payment and bills, etc. that mm. are piling up mm. uh, with no income coming in. Yeah, and I think if you can move mm. in with your parents or rent your house out and move into a rental in a share house, you know, I can't imagine ever having to do that again. But if it's going to be, and this is what I mean by sometimes you have to do things that aren't great, but it's worth it. If it means for the next three years you're kind of maybe living in a situation that's not your preferred one and you're studying and you're working a little, you know, for some extra hours and you're tired. But if the end goal is going to be worth it, then it's worth it to me in my book. Totally. The other yep, thing is definitely. You, you don't have to, Ronnie, you sound like you just want to pack it all in and then figure yourself out. You don't have to to figure yourself out or to figure out what you want to go to next. You don't have to pack it all in first. You can just 
You know, I mean, you can just start looking for other jobs. Bit. You can start planning for what's going to happen next. Start, see if you can, you know, cut back on your expense. I know it's hard, cost of living's high at the moment. But, uh, you know, cut back on your expenses to, to get some savings. It might help you through, you know, a few months of if you really just can't stand it anymore. Like, you know, maybe your motivation for getting through the next, I don't know, six months of your job while you put everything into place is, hey, this is going to keep me going till I figure out what I'm doing and I'm going to figure out what I'm doing and then piss off out of this shithole and see you later, you know. Maybe yeah. that's that's what keeps you going in that very short-term um, pain for the long-term gain. Yeah, boy. I think there's some sound advice in there for you, Ronnie. But, yeah, if there's a choice, choose happiness. Choose the happiness. Happiness. <laughs> of course, that was sound advice. We're a podcast. That's it's not visual advice. Oh, okay. Oh, God, okay. He's, he's on the dad joke train. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Thank you for listening. To can we help you? Uh, we will be back in a few days' time. Till then. Reach out with your questions at Can We Help You Podcast on socials or canwehelpyoupodcast.com. We would love to answer them. And don't forget, you're obligated. Yes, you are obligated no as pressure. a listener. Yeah, this is this is the tactic we have to use. We just have to force people into it. Yep. If you're listening to this, what are you doing? Send in, send in a question. We'll kidnap you and no, we won't. We won't do that. Oh, my God. Um, no, this is not legal <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah, this is right. non-professional advice. Okay, we'll see you in a few days. Let's get out of here. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.